if you're going to take the risk of running advertising online, shouldn't you get the benefits of learning from someone who's in the platforms every second of the day? Welcome to BidPixel.com's Marketing Ear Biscuits, the original podcast dedicated to digital advertising run by two Aussie guys who ride around in kangaroo pouches and drink Fosters and 4X beer. Uh, I've got a special guest in here with me today. Uh, most of you who have been in and around marketing or sales for the last, let's say, 5, 10, 15, 1,000 1, years would know JD's face. Uh, John Dwyer, when I had a mutual friend or mutual connection, who is actually Josh sitting off camera here, one of the Pixel staff now, um, he's done a lot of work for you, with you in the past and you were the inspiration for us using this $50,000 uh, spin to win giveaway for our own content. Mm-hmm. I couldn't pass up the opportunity to have you on with us. So, John, thanks for coming along. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for inviting me. Hey, um, what do you want to talk about today? Uh, look, I've got some problems in life. I just wanted to go through. Wrong, uh, wrong meeting. That's your uh, 11 a.m. I see 11. Oh, yeah, man. The whole marriage crisis thing. Yeah. Um, mate, look, I just thought it would be good. Um, what I find most business owners, big, medium, uh, small, whatever size they might be, are interested in knowing how I put together a marketing plan because the crazy thing is that most business owners are very good technicians. They're a good you know, landscaper or they're a good dentist or doctor or butcher baker, but they just don't have a marketing plan. And what happens generally, of course, is if they have a bad month or two in a row, they panic and they run off and then they get a marketing plan put together by someone who perhaps doesn't have the experience in that area and things just keep on going Downhill, I say to everyone, look, just stop for a minute, take a deep breath, and learn how to put the marketing plan together. And that doesn't mean to say it's because then they'll use you or me for, you know, helping them from a consultancy point of view. They can choose to do that if they want or, or not, but just at least know the ingredients that you should have if you're going to put a marketing plan together. Sure. And so not being reactive, actually, being a bit proactive. And uh, we see time and time again that any business owner, they can get such a large portion of their market share by just being consistent and coming up with a plan at the beginning and not waiting until you know sales drop off or they lose a staff member or they, they put a staff member on and they don't have enough work for their next staff member, that sort of thing. Yeah, right. So you've got some you've got five steps and this is your framework for marketers. You used to talk about this in the seminars that you were doing. Yes, mate, and uh, and you'll have to excuse this phrase. I'm sure it's okay with most of your listeners, but because I am uh, in the seminar game where I hold seminars for business owners and I'm up on stage showing off and uh, I'm a wanker. <laughs> it's interesting because the seminar game has changed a lot over the last maybe five years and you see it it's definitely in the US. It's they they're just pitch fests now, yeah. and yeah. you've got some massive success resources, obviously, which comes to Australia. But the seminar game is now a very tact. I was going to say tactful, but it's probably tactless. It's, oh yeah, it's oh, just yeah. a it's a it's a pitch fest, and it's a there's not a lot of value, and no. you've been kind of. Do you find yourself getting tar and feathered when you want to provide value, but? Yeah. And look, all jokes aside, I'm a bit sarcastic, but I'll be serious for a second because it's a brilliant system that Anthony Robbins, I guess, would be responsible for really kick-starting it all those years ago. Uh, And I think he absolutely delivers good value. It's the wannabe Anthony Robbins that I've got a problem with. And so uh, it's a great system because it's selling months to many. Uh, And one might argue, well, it's not what it used to be, and it's not because there's webinars and things like this, podcasts out there, which are also being able to reach many at the one time. 
But seminars uh, obviously still have their place because people come along for three or four hours or maybe a day. And uh, I often ask people in my audience, business owners, if I had knocked on your door and said, could you give me four hours of your time, then you'd shut the door on me. But because I've created an event mentality, come along and explore this goal that you're going to be able to walk away with, guess what? You've just given me four, sometimes eight hours of your time, and you've been happy to do that. So there's no question events are good. It's just that I, I have to say I'm a bit sceptical of the amount of speakers out there who just don't provide value. They promise the world, and they don't. And a lot of them are five minutes old in terms of you know the skills that they've got. They've been to someone else's seminar. They've repackaged it and created it for themselves, whereas... An old fart like me has been around the traps for a long, 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 long while. So therefore, people, when they come to mind, hopefully walk away with good value content because there's been a lot of experience there behind the scenes. Yeah, perfect. All right, let's talk about some of that. So uh, I think you talk about it in your book as well, The Avalanche Leads Formula. So there's five steps packed into this book. And might, might I say that that is a huge, unbelievable, incredible bestseller. Um, because nope. it was released only two weeks ago, and I've sold eleven copies Woo-hoo! so far. So it's have you? Um, you have to look up a guy called Mike Winnett. He's from the UK, and he created an Amazon best-selling book that was empty. It had blank pages, <laughs> and he got himself number one in Amazon because really? that's what all the gurus want, right? <laughs> number one in Amazon with a blank book. He went into an obscure business category and then got all his friends and family to buy a copy and rocketed to number one place. And then Amazon banned him because they worked out what he'd done for fun. Alan Pease, who's the body language expert here in Australia, once wrote a book, uh, Everything Men Wanted to Know About Women. It was exactly the same. It was just all blank pages. Um, And the reason I'm being sarcastic about that, but we all know the tricks in the game and people tell you that they are a New York bestseller. What's happened is that they've gone out and put it into the bookstores and just bought the books back themselves within 24 hours. (laughs) Skyrocketed their sales, right? I think 11 sales in two weeks, that was stunning. Uh, Now, okay, seven of those have been family members and maybe they got them for half price, but I don't want to go into that. (laughs) Very good. All right, so brand new book. It's got your five steps in it, which we're going to talk about now. What's step number one for these businesses in their marketing plan? Okay, number one uh, of the five steps. Everyone's got a number of steps, by the way, and I was going to scare your uh, listeners and viewers like crazy by saying, it's my 112-step program, and I reckon they would have just zoned out straight away. So there's five steps. Number one is identify your most profitable customer and then look for more people who look like them or her. Simple as that. And a lot of people will say, look, uh, my target audience, uh, if it happens to be a wrinkle cream, my target audience are women. And you know, no, 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 your wrinkle cream is $100 a tube. Your audience are women over 40 whatever years of age who live at Century Cove. Uh, they drive Mercedes, they have 2.3 children in a private school, okay, and they like the nice things in life. Uh, and so therefore, if you then identify and drill down that far, then as you know, because of the nature of what you guys do for a living, I mean, Facebook finds those people a lot easier once you can give them a proper niche. So number one, identify your most profitable customer and then look for more people who look like them. Number two is create a wow factor and take their eyes off the price. The last thing you want to do is have people buying your product or service on price. And really, there's only one way to do that, um, other than build up credibility over a period of time, of course. But if you want to do it quicker, uh, then it's a matter of coming up with what I call a happy meal toy. And I'm the father of six children, and they're millennial age these days, in their 20s. But at one stage, my wife and myself had six children under 12, screaming in the back of the Tarago, and we gave McDonald's for Happy Meals $6.4 billion, I think, in the space (laughs) of three or four years. And we couldn't tell you what a happy meal cost. It was just a shut little rats up in the back of the car. And I'm sure I speak for a lot of parents or grandparents, the same thing. Kellogg's have been doing it for 50 years. There's a free toy in the box. Harvey Norman does it with two years interest free. So if you don't have an organic wow factor, in other words, you're the only one with the iPhone, you're going to have to think something up. 
that would be an artificial wow factor or what we call an incentive-based uh, offer. So would an ebook download class as wow factor in your eyes? These days not. No, back in the day, yes. Uh, but Amazon sell the real book now for $6, so you know, why download? You know, but the thing is, is that it's got to be a wow factor and an ebook is not really wow. And people say to me, well, how do you actually measure what's wow? And I said, look, I know it sounds awfully corny, but it, did it make you say wow? And I think if you said, oh, yeah, download my free ebook, I don't think you're going to get, you know, you probably get. Now, look, one of the things we actually talk with our ad managers and the guys buying the ads for our customers is, you know, would you actually want this deal? Would you click through on this ad? Is there enough incentive for you and you're writing it? And if there's not, take a really big step back and work out what is the actual incentive and why would someone actually want to click through? So what is the wow? Hey guys, I just wanted to take a moment out of the content that you've been consuming right now and just discuss this promotion that BitPixel's doing currently. So for Q1 of 2020, so January through to the end of March, we're actually incentivizing you and we want to know what your toughest marketing or advertising question is. Now, we want to hear those questions on our Instagram account, so commenting on any of our posts or our YouTube channel, commenting on any of our current videos or in fact, any of the videos on our channel at all and we will go through and read those questions and use them as a basis of our content for future videos and pieces of content that we're making. Now, marketing is a transaction, right? You need to give and take to get someone's attention. And while we're asking you for these tough questions, we know that we need to give you something in return. So what we've devised is an outlandish prize of $50,000 cash to go towards your next marketing or advertising campaign. Now, we've had some feedback from this already and some people think it's a little bit too good to be true. But I just want to take this moment out of the content that you've been listening to, to give you some assurance and give you a bit of an understanding of where that $50,000 cash is coming from and let you know that it's completely above board and legitimate. So within Australia, you've got the ability to do an insured prize sum. Now, while we don't have the $50,000 to give away, we use an insurance company to say that there is a game of chance involved and the winner will get the chance to spin a wheel and if they spin the lucky number, like if you're old enough and you remember Hey Hey It's Saturday and Pluck a Duck and the big chocolate wheel, if you spin the number and win, you get a genuine $50,000 cash to do with it as you choose or to spend it on advertising. Now, because it's a game of chance, some people might not want to take part in that. So what we've done is offered up two other prizes in the prize pool and the first person who asks the toughest question or the person that we deem wins this promotion at the end of March will get the chance of which prize they like to choose. Yeah, they might like to spin to win and go for uh, their chance for $50,000 cash or they might choose one of our supplementary prizes which are the, the first supplementary prize is three months worth of strategy with our team. So you get three months of strategy with our Google Ads experts three months of strategy with our Facebook ad experts, and three months of strategy with our conversion rate optimization and website development team. Now, that's a pretty powerful prize in its own, and imagine what you could do after three months to generate revenue through your advertising and marketing. Now, if that doesn't float your boat, we've also got a locked safe. Now, you can barely see it up on the screen here, but up on my shelving that you'll see in a lot of our videos is a safe that says win me and it's actually been locked for quite some time now. The contents of that safe in November and December alone earned two of our customers over half a million dollars worth of sales online. So like I said, marketing is a give and take 
mentality, right? We want to take your tough questions and we want to answer them. And that's a selfish motive from us because we want to use those questions that you ask to then generate more valuable content for other people to consume. But we know that we need to give you something in return. And the reason why we're going outlandish with the $50,000 cash is we want to make it worth your while to take time out of your day to ask us a question. So that's it. That's our little internal ad as part of the content that we've just pushed out. I just want you to know that yes, it's a legitimate $50,000. We want you to have the chance to win that or one of the other prizes that we're offering. And all we need in return is for you to ask us a marketing or advertising question that you genuinely want to find out an answer for. Uh, Thanks heaps. Let's get back to the content that we're talking about at the moment. And if you did want to take part in this promotion, just go to bitpixel.com forward slash questions and there's all the information you need there. Cheers, guys. Right, so number three? Number three is problem solution. Use the problem solution formula, which I know is classic direct response, um, but most people don't use it. And so the direct response, uh, sorry, the problem solution formula is all about giving them their problem. If you've got a headache uh, and you're not feeling well and give them a solution, well, here's the Panadol, here's the Nurofen. And funnily enough, I do show in, I think, the book and other places, there was the classic uh, Panadol stroke Nurofen ads on days gone by before they woke up for themselves, where the lady would say, I've got a headache, and she'd show the box, the Nurofen box. And that would take up for the 30 seconds ad on TV a good 20 seconds. Well. They were showing the features. The feature is the box. We mm. want to know about the benefits, as you guys would know here. And so these days, of course, you'll see a TV commercial where a teacher, a lady teacher is in front of 20 or 30 little rat back kids. They're running around the place and she just rubs her forehead. She's got a headache. She goes to the desk at the top of the you know, room where she's a classroom, gets a glass of water and takes out a tablet. And within two seconds, she's prettier. Uh, she's gone from a 4 out of 10 to maybe a 9.9 out of 10 in terms of her appearance. Uh, she got lippy, blush, the whole thing, and the kids are sitting behind the desk well behaved. So that's what tablets can do for you. So what did she give the kids? Was it I think that she probably gave them drugs. drugs uh, yeah. that, they, they don't make a big deal out of that. In the <laughs> it's just a super. Okay, so problem versus solution. You need to get that fear of loss as well. So what's the emotional sort of pitch that's going to get them to take action? Or Yeah, well, pretty much if the problem solution is, is stark enough, and it is, for example, in terms of a headache, but it could be for the guy that's got the gurney business where he's cleaning driveways, you see the before and after of the driveway. Um, the thing is, is that most business owners, I find, when they're doing anything, whether it be online or offline, they concentrate on the features when, in fact, if features sold, then Jenny Crabb, in all of her Facebook ads, would show a bowl of rice. Because to lose weight, you just eat rice, all right? Uh, but she doesn't. She'll show the before. Not on Facebook. I know that's not allowed on Facebook, but in all of her other ads on TV and so forth. You'll see the lady on the split screen on the left-hand side. She's overweight. She's not feeling good about herself. And then within four or five weeks on the right-hand side of the screen, she looks like one of the supermodels. Yep. Problem solution. Yep. So what was that? That was number, number three. three. What's yep. number four of the five then? I was hoping you'd move on to number four. Well, uh, do you want to get straight to five? Uh, or well, you want... number four is really special because this is where I insult just about every business owner, and that is fix your awful website. Okay. You said it in better words before we went I know, live, you? I know, you said to me, I can't <laughs> I, I think I can use the word dickheaditis because... I, I, I'll just bleep it out. Yeah, well, you can, but, but look, all jokes aside, the reason I do that is just, obviously, it's an attention-seeking device, but I mean, everyone in my audience, when I'm doing a seminar, has a bit of a giggle at it. I said, look, for goodness sake, there's a disease rampant in Australia at the moment, and it's called dickheaditis, and of course, they all get it. And I said, it's just that they do some silly things, and... If you were to say to anyone who owns a business now, who's the director of first impressions, it's no longer Susie who used to open and answer the phone, hello ABC Accounting, it's the website. And yet they give scant regard to the design of the homepage of the website. 
And uh, I always say to people, Who do you, what do you think is the most important page of a magazine? Obviously the front cover. And I used to have Kerry Packer as a client, so therefore I looked after ACP magazines uh, as a consultant for some time. So I was looking after Women's Day, uh, Dirk's Backyard, Women's Weekly, all that sort of stuff. And I've got to say to you is that that front page makes or breaks the sales for the magazine. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think a lot of the magazine um, publishers are very happy that the Royal Family now has children being born, all that sort of stuff. Because you put a Royal Family member on the front of that magazine, the sales go up. So if we acknowledge that the front cover of a magazine or a book is the most important page in that magazine or book, then what do you think is the most important you know, component, of course, of a website is the homepage. And you would not know it. You would not know it when you see the design of it. You know, 90% of these websites, we're not talking, um, we're not talking just small businesses, we're talking big businesses have got really, and the problem they have is that they've gone to a website designer. And a website designer would be the last person in the world I'd ever go to get a website done. I'd have a marketing person in between. Because the website designer, and I always make a bit of fun when I throw the slide up, and, and Josh, you've seen it, they're normally bearded hipsters. And uh, they used to be a graphic artist, but now they've got a black T-shirt and Doc Martens and uh, maybe a ponytail. <laughs> and uh, they are a very good graphic artist. But do they understand the components that you need on the front page of your website? And I'm being, again, facetious because there are exceptions to the rule. And I know you guys here are marketeers first and, and, and you know, online specialists second. And that's the sort of business that they should be looking for, your sort of business where you've got marketing skills. You'd be surprised how many businesses we turn down and just go, because well, we're not website designers. Uh, Josh is here to do conversion rate optimization, so he will fix someone's website if we really need yeah. to. But we turn people away and say, your website's not going to work. Like We could send a million dollars towards your website and it's not going to get the wow. leads or the conversions or the interest because yeah. you just need to go back and take a step. So I think definitely we can, uh, I'm going to give away one of your books to someone after this. But Well, you know what I do, mate? I give it to everyone, okay? Uh, they can get a free download of that book uh, if they go to jdwowbook.com. There you go, free download of the book. There's some. Uh, there's a heap of different, uh, you give them a template to build their websites out yeah. and give them the benefit and the headline, the explainer videos, the examples, all the information is there in little sketches. So I'll take a photo of that as well. And we'll Thanks, mate. Yeah. We'll um, use that online. But I'm more than happy. We've got an online version of that, JD Wow. My name's John DeWire, so JD, jdwowbook.com. Um, can I just say, though, mate, the, the ingredients that I believe they need is a problem-solution headline right up the top. Mm -hmm. uh, this is for mobile or desktop. I mean, in the old days, we talked about above the fold being so important, but these days, because of 80% of people looking on their mobile, it's not quite as what it used to be. But uh, problem-solution headline, you know, do you have this problem? Guess what? We are the experts and we can provide the solution. Uh, the second thing that you need, I believe, is an explainer video in the days that we live in now where video is just absolutely so much more um, you know, powerful than just the written word, I believe. that and Unless you're ugly. If you're ugly, try not to get someone else to do your video. Or you're boring, get someone else to do your video. And I'm joking, but the fact is is that I have shown, I think Josh, who's off camera here at the moment, may have seen one of them. There was a plumber in a city in Australia. He was probably the ugliest man in the world and the most boring man in the world, and he did his own video. And it was, hi, my name's Jim, and I'm a plumber. And go, oh, please. So don't do it if you think that uh, you're not good in front of the camera. The other thing is, is that you need testimonials because uh, whilst you, of course, would have a testimonial page, no one's ever been there. So, you know, put up the top two or three on your own page. And, of course, you guys know so well because of the game that you're in, data capture facility. It's amazing how many people are having a dinner party. In other words, they're inviting people to their website, but they don't know who's the dinner party. Nuts. 100%. And I'll probably go one step further on that as well because we do the paid advertising and send people to websites. 
uh, Josh is very big on this. Like, don't just like the, the homepage needs to be great, but nine times out of ten, when we're running ads, we're running them to a services page or a product page. So that's got to emulate exactly what you're saying as well. It's you know, there's got to be a problem and solution, and there's got to be some emotion on the pages that your advertising is going Absolutely. to, not just your homepage. Absolutely. Yeah. Perfect. So that was number four. Number five in the five steps of well wow. is loyalty. Uh, and we all want that. We don't want a customer once. All of us want a customer who's going to return. And even before we turned this podcast on, we were talking about, you know, repetitive revenue models and you know, how they should work, or what I call the Netflix model. And, uh, you know, like a lot of Australians, we've got Netflix, and my wife and myself would probably watch one movie a month sometimes because we're just busy. Uh, and then other times you might watch more. You might watch 10 or 20 times that. I mean, we don't, but people will. And guess what? Netflix charges $15 a month whether you watch it or not. And it's a beautiful model because it's a recurring revenue model that basically um, locks people into, I guess, a habit. And what we believe is that for you as a business owner to enjoy a Netflix model, then what you want to do is build a loyalty program. And uh, most people who have got loyalty programs don't know how to use them. Look, Sushi Train, God love them. I mean, you know, if you go in and get a sushi from Sushi Train, you get a certain amount of points, and when you save up the points, then you will get free spending power. You get an inflatable pool boy. <laughs> well, maybe you get that too. Maybe I haven't been looking as closely as you have. But uh, the thing is, is that normally it's a spending power back at the shop. Or mm-hmm. like. Don't do that. I'm a member of ADMA, the Australian the ADMA, the Australian Direct Marketing Association, have been for quite some time. And at their Logie Awards every year, they give out awards for the most successful sales promotions. Not once has a sales promotion ever won that award that gives away product. Mm-hmm. So therefore, what you've got to do is look for a wow factor, uh, a Happy Meal toy, if you like, that has nothing at all to do with your product. Because if Cadbury put 20% on their crunchy bars from time to time, and they do, uh, we're overweight as it is. We don't need any more bloody chocolate. But if they said collect 20 crunchy bar wrappers and you get two tickets to the movies, absolutely, that's going to work 10 times, 100 times better. So for example... Uh, I say to people, look, um, there are three things in life, I've tested them all, I've been around the block a few times, so therefore we've tried every incentive for loyalty programs you can think of, and the ones that win are petrol discounts, because you can't get enough of them, and because it suits both audiences, male and female, no matter what age they are. Number two, movie tickets, okay, because again, it's white demographic, uh, and number three, holidays. And uh, don't even look further than that. The only other thing, the fourth one is alcohol, but of course your audience needs to be over 18. Um, but forget everything else, just forget everything else because you've either niched to a particular age group or sex um, uh, or it's just it's not, not sexy. Um, if you are going to give away movie tickets though, uh, the lesson that you should learn from me is never ever give away one. Uh, that would be like winning a shoe. Uh, here you are, Lona, a ticket to the movies. You know? So make sure it's two tickets. I probably shouldn't tell you, but my wife and I have never actually been to the movies together. Ever. You're kidding? No. We watch Netflix. Of course. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry. Um, is that true? You really haven't? We've never actually... We, we go on dates. We go out for dinner and yeah. we love food, but yeah. we've never actually been to the movies. Isn't that interesting, right? Wow. Ever. Wow. Not even in the dating. Wow. Goodness me. Um, all right. So you mentioned then one of the things that is a fantastic giveaway is a holiday. Now, I have to give you a little bit more microphone time to talk about the holiday promotions that you've been doing at the moment because they are a pretty phenomenal way to generate real interest in any business. And we were talking offline, but you can really use these holiday giveaways for any kind of promotion in any business, whether you're a plumber, 
unlocking toilets or a real estate agent or a marketing firm like yep. what is the holiday promotion that you are spruiking at the moment mate uh, i'll try and keep it short because i know the um i know you want to finish this in the next couple of hours uh <laughs> 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 i'm joking in the next five or so minutes um yeah look uh, uh holidays of course because of the appeal that they have with all ages and both sexes it's just a no-brainer but of course it's very difficult for people running businesses to get a cheap holiday um, and give it away. Well, I've partnered with a company, uh, an overseas travel company, and what we've been able to do is give businesses the opportunity to give away holidays like seven nights in Bali and Phuket uh, and Koh Samui, uh, four nights in Fiji and the Gold Coast, Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, all that sort of thing uh, for $97. So they get the holiday for $97 and the business owner uses that as an incentive, as a lure for people to buy their refrigerator or their landscaping services or whatever it might be. And how it works is very, very simple because the moment you say to people, how would you like to give away a holiday to your customers and pay, you know, for, say, for example, a seven-night holiday in Bali, but pay us $97, they go, oh, come on, what's the catch? has to be a scam, you know. And I have to say that in the beginning, I probably thought that way too. I was pretty sceptical being around these sorts of environments for quite some time. It's very, very simple. The international travel company very cleverly has walked into all of these four-star TripAdvisor, four-star resorts, and they've said, because uh, these are not a caravan park, they're proper resorts, um, and they've said, listen, you're running at 30% vacancy, and uh, Expedia and What If and Trivago won't let you drop your prices at the last moment like you used to, because if you do, then you get slapped by them. So the 70% of occupancy that most of these hotels have, and even here on the Gold Coast, have been delivered by Trivago or Expedia or What If or one of those sorts of booking platforms. So they don't want to upset them. So their hands are tied. They can't do anything about it. They've got 30% of their hotel rooms pretty much vacant every night. So this particular company said, you give that to us, and what we'll do is that we'll create promotional activity around that. You won't get any money for the room, so you forego the revenue you'd normally get in the room, but we'll fill those rooms with people who need to eat, and you make money out of food and beverage when they come to the resort. Really, really simple. There's no conditions like having to sit down for an hour and a half timeshare presentation or any of those things. We make sure we reveal the elephant in the room on the website. We say, look, no, no your customers will not have to go through any of that pain. It's really, really simple. We're filling dead rooms for these resorts and they're picking up food and beverage. Yep. So the what you said, the elephant in the room, people would associate with a timeshare. People have associated with, oh, I've got to go sit in a 30-minute seminar and try and get sold something. Have you? Is that the only roadblock that you've had with this promotion as you're rolling it out? Yeah, look, we only launched it in the early part of December, so it's only five minutes old. Um, I've done the holiday promotion many times over. The most famous one is probably the Greater Building Society. Uh, it was my leading client for quite some time. They ran this promotion, get a home loan, get a free holiday for 11 years. And not once in that time, they were the only bank in the world that never advertised an interest rate for 11 straight years. Can you imagine a bank not advertising an interest rate? I mean, it's just nuts. We came on TV and on social media and we just said, look, if you're with the banks, why don't you swap and being charged fees and not being treated properly and you don't get good service like you would at a credit union or building society, swap your home loan, which is not easy to do, by the way, it's a bit of paperwork. So swap your home loan across to the Greater Building Society and we give you a free holiday. It went nuts. We had to turn off the campaign periodically because the call centre couldn't keep up with it. So can you imagine if a big ticket line like a home loan actually entices people to go through the paperwork and the heartache of swapping a home loan? Because it ain't easy. Uh, yep. I did say on TV and all, you know, when I was advertising, it's only one form. But that form went from Sydney to Melbourne. It was a pretty big form. Um, so you know, there's a bit of heartache in swapping a whole of your home loan. And if you did that, and they did it in billions of dollars, not millions, but billions of dollars of extra home loans throughout that period, then can you imagine how easy it would be for someone to say, oh, you know, buy a refrigerator or buy a lounge suite off me to get a free holiday? That's why it will go nuts. 
we launched it just in the you know the early part of December, and the response to it has been you know pretty solid. Um, most businesses that have got a product or service under four or five thousand dollars give it away as a conversion tool. So get your hot water system from me. I'll give you a free holiday. Uh, buy your lounge suite or refrigerator from me. You get a free holiday. Uh, get some landscaping from me for two thousand dollars, then we'll give you a free holiday. Anyone who's got a bigger ticket line that may well be, for example, a ten thousand dollar ducted air conditioning system, or it might well be a, um, it might be a real estate agent, uh, it might be a motor car company. Give it away as a lead gen. So therefore, if you're a car dealership, for example, and you know that out of every ten test drives, you probably sell two cars. I'd give the free holiday that's costing you just $97, I'd give it away with a test drive because that'd be 10 times $97 uh, in return for two car profits of maybe $8,000. You do that every day of the week. Of course, of course. And it's a good little uh, asset to have behind. Um, even we could, uh, a use case for us is even referrals. So, yeah. you know, yeah. the best way to get more business is to get people referring uh, people that are happy with you so we do a net promoter score within the agency and anyone who's an 8, 9 or 10 we know that they're happy to be an advocate for us and the work that we do so why not start giving them holidays as referrals so if we successfully sign on a customer from the work that you've done we'll give you 7 nights in Bali That's right. sounds fantastic to me I, I just on exactly that I had a guy yesterday uh, contact me from New South Wales and he is a uh, advertising agency of sorts and he said the same thing. He said, wow, so I can get seven nights in Bali or Phuket or Koh Samui or I can get Fiji holidays and Gold Coast and all that sort of stuff and I'm only going to pay $97. And I said, yeah. He said, well, I'll just use that for referrals. He said, because at the moment I might give them a dinner for two, which is going to cost me at least that. And he said, uh, seven nights in Bali is a bit sexier than a dinner for two. Yeah. Oh, look, we give away thousands of dollars each time for a referral because it means business for us. But, yeah, yeah a seven-night Bali holiday is $97. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, and you can imagine when you say it like that, even though I've been involved in it now for a few months, because um, we started to get everything together for this about October and we launched it in December. Even when you say that, oh, you know, free holiday in Bali for seven nights at a luxury resort, by the way, for $97, I can't help but go, oh, hang on, <laughs> even though I'm that close to it. What's the catch? Yeah, so therefore that's why we've had to work pretty, pretty diligently in explaining to people that these are essentially rooms in resorts that would have never been filled we're filling them and keeping whatever money that we get for them because obviously we've got to advertise this so therefore you don't walk away with $97 profit. Um, and we're delivering to those people, uh, to those resorts, I'm sorry, people in the rooms who are going to have a cafe or restaurant meal, they're going to have room service, a cocktail by the pool, probably a massage, they might even go on a guided tour. So therefore the resort is making money out of what would have been an otherwise empty room. It just makes sense. And then also generating social proof in the form of reviews and testimonials of people being stay, staying there, which generates more full-price business, right? So how does the back end of it's all operated? The, the American partner, mm -hmm. they've got a booking platform. They can see the resorts and choose where they want to go? Or? Yep, exactly. So therefore, it's very, very similar to Expedia in terms of the booking procedures. So therefore, you just go on uh, and you're... The only thing that I have to highlight to people is that uh, you have to pay daily taxes and booking fees. We can't be responsible for that because I can't pay your tax for you. Now that's generally speaking uh, around about seventeen to twenty US dollars a day. Um, oh, that's a deal breaker. Yeah, <laughs> twenty dollars a day. I'm not paying twenty dollars a day. Uh, the room is free, uh, but I can't pay your taxes. So therefore, essentially, what happens is that, uh, and we'll give you the website URL in a moment, so you can have a look at this. You can have a look at some sample locations and, and hotels. Um, but essentially, it's around about seventeen to twenty dollars US a day for taxes and booking fees. But you know what? Expedia does the same thing. Um, what if does the same thing? You can't book a hotel anywhere in the world without you know booking fees and taxes. 
Um, my wife and myself went to see Elton John recently. I think the tickets were $120 each or something like that, but booking fees and taxes were $16. That's just the way of the world. Yep. Very good. JD, so that website, by the way, it's, uh, we've got it up here good, for man. those that actually look uh, instead of listen. Yep. Uh, funescapes.com.au. Yep. Uh, heaps of information on there. So if you're a business owner and you're thinking of that incentive or that hook, that, that loyalty program, which was number five in your five steps. Yep. So there you go, guys. That's uh, JD. And I have a little bit of a recording issue because we went over half an hour. Long story short, this camera that we're, we record on only does half hour clips. But JD at the very end offered up not only a free copy of his book, so you can go to uh, his book URL, which I'll make sure is in the description, or he also dropped the bomb that he wants to give someone a free holiday. So you heard about how he runs these holidays uh, for business owners. As owners, you can buy the holidays for $79 and then offer them out as uh, incentives for people to purchase your products or services. John uh, dropped the bomb at the end that he actually wants to give one of you uh, one of these holidays. So you can go onto his website, the link's in the description, and you can choose one of those holidays. Uh, all we want you to do is comment a question in below. So if you're on YouTube, make a comment in the YouTube questions. And if you're watching this on Instagram TV or Facebook, uh, make a comment in one of the, uh, the one of the comment sections there. And we'll pull out or draw what we believe is the best or toughest comment or question. And we'll let JD know who that winner is. And hey, you can have a holiday on JD. Guys, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. It was fun putting it together with JD. Uh, he stayed pretty much politically correct on the camera, but off camera, he's a funny old bugger. So JD, thanks heaps, and we'll get you back in again soon.